I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is Why Men Don't Go to Therapy. Now, this title is a bit of an understatement because, of course, men do go to therapy, but they significantly underutilize mental health services when compared with women. According to the statistics I've read, women are anywhere from one and a half to three times more likely to seek out mental health services within a given 12 month period when compared with men. And this basically means that anywhere from 60 to 75% of psychotherapy clients are women at any given time. Now, why might that be? Well, I have a little theory about this, but before I get into it, please remember to like this video and subscribe to the channel. It takes less than a second, costs you nothing, and it's how you can support me in my mission to deliver free, high-quality content to the world. Thanks for your help. So back to my theory. Why might there be such a significant gender difference in the utilization of mental health services? It's going to take a little bit for me to explain my theory, but hopefully you'll find it interesting. So I think these gender differences can actually be traced back to the origin of modern psychotherapy, which, as you probably know, was pioneered by Sigmund Freud. In the early 20th century, Freud was a medical doctor. He was a neurologist who lived in Austria. But due to the anti-Semitism that dominated that time and place, he was never able to really achieve full-fledged professional status. Many folks wouldn't even see him as their treating physician because he was a Jew. So Freud kind of found himself on the outskirts of society and on the fringes of his profession. And he initially struggled to get a foothold in his career. Now, because many people were unwilling to see Freud as a physician, he kind of had to content himself with seeing the patients that no other doctors would take on, patients who were, like himself, second-class citizens in that society. And that meant that he saw a lot of women, or at least more women than he likely otherwise would have seen as an establishment physician. And it was in the context of a female-dominated practice that Freud extrapolated his observations that eventually became the theory of psychoanalysis. We often ascribe to Freud this notion that psychotherapy is the talking cure, that if people lie down on the couch and talk about their problems sufficiently, they tend to feel better and resolve their own neurotic illnesses. That's an oversimplification, but that is kind of the gist of it. Now, Freud did promulgate this idea of psychotherapy as the talking cure, but he didn't actually invent the term. That term was given to him by one of his first female patients whom we know through his notes as Anna O. Initially, Freud approached his treatment of her in the traditional medical model of top-down paternalism. Anna, however, had a temerity to basically tell Freud to just shut up and listen. And because Freud kind of needed the business, he went along with it as an experiment. And lo and behold, he discovered that, in this patient at least, her neurotic symptoms did improve when he just shut up and let her talk. A lot of women in the audience might be rolling their eyes at this moment, but it was kind of a revolutionary moment in the history of psychiatry. The foundations of modern psychotherapy are firmly rooted in this notion that the very act of talking about your thoughts and feelings is inherently therapeutic and cathartic. And I do think there's some truth to that, but I also think that there are some significant gender differences in communication styles. The idea that talking about your feelings or exploring your experience is helpful or rewarding is kind of absurd to a lot of guys. They look at therapy and they think, 
You mean I'm going to pay someone 200 bucks an hour to sit there and listen to me complain? How does that actually solve anything? How about I keep my 200 bucks and I tell it to a brick wall instead? Men tend to be more logical and rational, and they approach their difficulties from a problem-solving perspective, whereas women tend to be more emotional and intuitive, and they approach their difficulties from an emotional coping perspective. I'm not saying that women can't be rational or men can't be emotional, but that on a population level, these differences tend to emerge statistically. And on the whole, the mental health profession has a reputation for using, and actually does use, non-directive emotional coping approaches far more often than directive problem-solving approaches. And that's a bias that tends to conform with a more feminine approach to difficulties. It's not the right approach, nor is it the wrong approach, but it is just one approach, albeit an approach that currently enjoys a pretty substantial professional market share. And I think that it's this reputation of the mental health profession that keeps a lot of men away. Men don't see talking about problems as an end in itself. And I tend to agree with them. And that's why men tend to resonate with my approach to therapy, which is very active, challenging, rational, directive, and practical. However, my approach is not a common one, and I think that's kind of a problem. I think it's one of the ways, and there are several, in which my profession fails men. And I think that if this were addressed, if the rational argument for psychotherapy were made, I think we'd see more men use mental health services than we will as a result of the general public campaigns to reduce stigma. And that would be good both for men and the women they love. So that's it for today. Did you remember to like, comment, and subscribe for the algorithm? And please see the About tab for more information on donations and consultations. Thanks for listening.